cliffcentral.com Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com Good afternoon and welcome to the Fashion Lab. Today we'll be discussing, um, you know, that there's a lot of significant things when it comes to social responsibility in the global fashion market, with Africa also pushing great initiatives. What are you doing to ensure that the main purpose of your program is not getting overshadowed by the profitability of it? Today we'll have our usual contributors and we're going to be just sort of dashing things up a little bit with me starting the show and we will be getting into glam up straight away but before we get started i must just introduce we've got some really really cool special guests on the show today and um, we've got congolese uk-based fashion designer and founder of esi mbi tina lobondi and founder and also joined by celebrity stylist and ceo of the legacy of true beauty tendai morowa um, I'm going to start off by um, saying what I'm wearing today, and once again, very casual. Um, we're going to introduce our guests, but before we get started, I'm very casual today, um, and I'm just really in my gym gear. I've been working on a on a job um, at Kailami Circuit in Johannesburg, and it's been a five o'clock call time for the past week and a half, so I'm beyond exhausted. So it's really just about practicality this week. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what we're going. I'd like to introduce our first guest, looking fabulous in pink, matching my lipstick. How about you introduce yourself for us today? Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me here. I really appreciate it. Uh, my name is Tindai Maroa. Um, I'm the founder of The Legacy of True Beauty. And what am I wearing today? Ooh, pink, yes. <laughs> You gotta wear pink when it's summer. I mean, it's hot. Um, one of my favorite pieces from Kluk CGDT, um, that I just decided to pick it up and just mix it up with my nude shoes, you know, just to tone it down a little bit. Yeah. Stunning, stunning. And Thank I'm gonna get into my lipstick color, but I see that your, your dress matching. is matching exactly. my lips. I know. It's so fabulous. Matching, matching. Exactly. <laughs> love that. Love that. Okay, well, Tina, anyway, it's lovely. Edgy. Yeah. It's lovely I've heard to have so much you. about Edgy. Like, can I have a conversation with Edgy? Edgy, where are you, Edgy? Hello? You absolutely may. Yeah. Um, you know, I just want to get, um, started right into sort of the legacy of true beauty. Tenda, what, what is, what are you all about? So basically, the legacy of True Beauty uh, started like four years ago, and um, it's 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 a sum of different things basically, and um, we all uh, a team a team of different people in different departments. Uh, we deal with fashion, where we've got young upcoming designers uh, that are showcasing on the sixth of May at Maboning. So we're planning a, a fashion do for them. Amazing. Um, then we also have um, the Gentleman's Legacy, where I work with Maps Maponyane as well. Um, we did it together for like three years, and um, it's basically empowering uh, gentlemen. Um, men coming together and networking together and just talking about their walks of life, you know, empowering each other. Mm. And we also have the women's, uh, called the woman of the future, where it's not so your well off woman, but it's a diverse of different women as well that just come together as well and network. So for me, it's just basically a summer mix of everything, um, coming together and mixed together. So yeah. That's what it is. That's so amazing. I don't know um, if I said it. Come together, mix together. Am I making sense? You know what? <laughs> At the end of the day, it's all about collaboration. Come so. together, mix together. <laughs> Basically, it's a sum of different things, you know, things that I love that I just decided, you know what? Let me put it into a project. And mm. it's just basically real people impacting each other. That's what it is in short. Beautiful. Yeah. So now I have to delve in because someone's wearing a beautiful pink dress over there. Somebody's wearing something else looking fantastic <laughs> in her pink Lipstick, so I feel like I'm the no, actually wearing yes, a nice bright fuchsia. You are wearing a lovely so, lace <laughs> shift dress. I'm loving it. Come so, on, madam. You so got guys, this. So, guys, for those of you who are tuned in, yes, I am here and I am wearing um, a beautiful blue, navy blue with some sort of pink uh, lace play all in the middle of it, going all the way to the bottom of it. I'm feeling very um, 
fun today so i'm in a little mini showing off this uh of serious course. legs we gotta show i think leg. it's a leg day let's make the most of summer because yeah. winter is right for and corner be, and because we had a scare last week yeah now um obviously thank you so much um morag for holding it down because obviously um it's also nice to uh sit here and start the conversations and keep going yeah. um for those of you who are tuned in um it's very nice to have you guys again today well today we're really focusing on social responsibility in the fashion industry and when you think about it at a glance there's a lot of significant strides when it comes to social responsibility in the global market space especially also within Africa we've seen some really great initiatives I think for those of you what I want to do is actually pose a question to you if you're tuned in what are you actually doing to ensure that the main purpose of your program whatever it is your social responsibility program is not getting overshadowed by the profitability or success of your program that's very important we see a lot of um, this beautiful initiatives come and rise up mm. and then suddenly <sighs> now nah, for them so <laughs> anyway to move on I want to just say also obviously there's companies in the retail um, segment that have really been impressive there's so lots and lots of them we don't want to go uh and, and 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 share everything because we obviously have some really cool guests today in studio who are also going to just be touching a bit on what they're doing in their space uh within their spheres of influence to be able to bring some sort of change um yeah. we've also had uh in the past we had judy uh, dr judy Dlamini as well uh who's the person behind uh luminance but with the whole fund thing and what they were doing in conjunction with her heart and yes. that name heart <laughs> <laughs> what they were doing with heart yes. so i think um the idea is to sit down and in here have this conversation see who's doing what and see uh you know if we can also be able to jump on certain initiatives or even jump on their initiatives because the truth is the initiatives, there are some initiatives that are actually open, meaning that you can jump on and become a partner. And I think with the power of collaboration, you can actually do so much more. Um, there's a lot of companies using this as a, you know, we can talk and talk and talk. But I want to just say thank you for joining us on the show today. I hope that you shared what you're wearing because don't yeah, let me do that again. Yeah, CGDT. Hello, if Malcolm is listening, I'm wearing you, Malcolm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you. Now, I want to also... Um, Introduce uh, Edgy, reintroduce him. Edgy is not okay. Well, then we are going to just go ahead with the show. Now, for those Shame, of you. Can Gina just come to you, please? <laughs> Edgy, we need you. Don't worry. We are so many of us that while we are talking, someone else will come on. It's all good. Uh, yeah. We are definitely here with Morag, who's also holding it down. Uh, for, the, for those of you who are tuned in for the first time, um, just a quick reminder. My favorite segment at the end of the show is called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? And that's what I call our red glass of wine because that's our winding down situation in this space. Keep your tweets coming. We're on Fashion Lab AF on Twitter. We are on Fashion Lab Africa on Facebook and Fashion Lab Africa on Instagram. Now, allow me to introduce, we had two guests today and we're going to have this conversation with both guests. Now, Tina Lobondi is a fashion brand on its own, which was established in Notting Hill, London in 2011. However, Esimbi is the main project that I want to really, really be touching about. Now, Simbi, for those of you who don't know, is an educational social enterprise in aid of children in the UK and Congo. It's a social enterprise with a goal to help create jobs, guide underprivileged and street kids towards a sort of career path and transform their lives by keeping them educated through workshops or sponsorships. Allow me to introduce to you the founder of Esimbi, Tina Lobondi, who's definitely not a stranger in this fashion space and game. But welcome to the show, Tina. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you today? You sound you sound like you're wearing black. What are you wearing, and what's inspiring <laughs> the look? Before we delve in, I'm wearing black and gray. And is and is the and is the is the sky gray too? Actually, it's blue for once. Come on, mm. give, give me some credits. Give London some credits. Okay, well, well it's, it's blue today. like I said, well, you sounded a bit different, and I said, and that's why it's, it was a bit of a joke, but it's actually not a joke. But thank you for joining us, Tina. We love to uh, plug you in, and congratulations no, also you. on what you're doing with the CMB, so and obviously also on your fashion presence in thank the market you. through your brand. Now, thank we uh, obviously are talking social responsibility. 
And uh, mm-hmm. I have obviously also got another very special guest uh, in studio. Uh, her name is Tendai Maroa. And Tendai is the founder of Legacy of True Beauty. So we're going to just be touching on different projects, but still have that hashtag that really drives us back to the conversation around today's subject matter, which is social uh, responsibility. Now, I want to just talk a bit, if you could just introduce our audience a bit to Asimbi and what role it's actually fulfilling in the global scape of things uh, so that we can just get a bit of a feel before we go and delve into deep. Tina, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we, we lost you there a bit. So I'm just can saying, you hear me? no, I, we can hear you now. We can hear you now. So please oh, introduce okay. to us a bit about SMB, the journey, and what role okay. it's fulfilling. Yeah, I mean, SMB was established uh, now, so we did our first few weeks ago. It was amazing. A very successful event that was attended by, you know, potential um, supporters, but also a lot of press that flew from uh, from Paris and and Belgium. So we were very uh, we were very grateful. Uh, so what we've been doing in the past year is to really uh, trying to empower uh, the children in, uh, through arts um, activities. So last year in October we had um, a fashion workshop for over five students at the. Hi, hi, Tina. I'm gonna just yes. I'm gonna just. Uh, I apologize, but I'm just gonna have to uh, reconnect with you because no we have a very bad connection. Uh, so we will plug you back in. I apologize okay. for that. Thank you. Anyway, so as we are, uh, we apologize for that. It's just a bit of a glitch. We know what technology is. We love it, but sometimes <laughs> it surprises us. It's, yeah. Uh, however, we're gonna just. Uh, Hang on there and uh, continue the conversation with Tendai, who's also in studio today, uh, while we reconnect Tina uh, uh, as we speak to her about her project, Esimbi. So I want to come back to you, uh, Tendai. Yes. What is it about? Let's talk a bit, a bit about your program, just an introduction to your program okay. and what it is that you actually would say is the role that you're fulfilling through this program okay. um, in the industry. So let me also just take you through back uh, what made me start this program. So that makes a bit of a clear understanding as well. Um, I did my fashion studies in Australia. Uh, that was in 2005. I went to Australia. A long time ago. long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I learned quite a lot about um, the industry um, and finding myself, etc. And my first job was with Nine West. And for me, when I came to South Africa, um, the retail element in the fashion industry was very different from what I was used to. So there was dis- different elements of gaps in between and all, and you'd see like what's going on, and I had to learn around it, you know. So I've worked for Cluck CGDT for six years. I've been with them. So that's where I got the exposure and the networking to network with celebrities and um, other people who work in the fashion industry and fashion week, etc. So so how this project started, the legacy of True Beauty, was basically I wanted to fill in the gap of what's missing within the industry, whether it's fashion, um, empowering young people, basically. Um, because for me, I think it's very important as an individual. It's good to learn, but it's also good to Get someone that can t- hold you by your hand and give you that experience and push and give you that exposure. So for me, I wanted to do something for the young and upcoming because I feel like South Africa is more focused on the mainstream designers. They're not giving a, a platform for the young African designers. So that's where I come in. And I'm actually planning a fashion show um, on the 6th of May uh, where we've got 10 designers, unknown and young designers that we bring in together to come and showcase um we're also doing a campaign shoot on sunday where we like pre-introducing them individually about their brand and who they are so So i want to just yeah i just want to talk about this quickly for a minute just to touch on it now when you say you know because we live in a world where people think you're supposed to be given a platform and that's not we have to change that mindset (laughs) and people have to realize it's not chips and even chips you have to buy your chips even sausage you have to buy yeah so i think one of the things i would like to also just um the energy that i would like to redirect Mm. or the mindsets Mm. when it comes to the idea of giving there's nothing to be given this is the you're in the world playing in this space Mm. 
wherever you are, you have to make the best yes. of how, yes. of whatever it is you need to do. Otherwise, no one, no one owes anyone anything and nobody is giving anyone anything. I think, mm. so it's great that I think what the word we're going to have to use <laughs> today yeah. so that people don't get confused is, yeah. It's an opportunity and you're helping them leverage whatever it is they're building. But they're not, there's no giving. You work, you build your story, you build your brand, yeah. you build whatever you have with what you have. So it's giving them more of an opportunity. You are right. But they um, have the opportunity. Yeah, I guess with the misprivilege, I'm talking about the ones that can't afford. Because okay. you know how it is, showcasing at your fashion weeks, so you have to Has pay a fee. It's an expenses. So these are the ones that can't afford. That's where I come in. So where that, do you get, so let's talk about where, how, who, who do you partner with and how do you decide, first of all, how many uh, brands or how many young fashion designers you can handle within a certain specific time. So you have the program, yes. you have the project. Yes. You obviously, they need financial support. Obviously, a collection is not just like, here is money to put together a collection or here is, I'm covering your participation fee. It's mm. a lot of money because it's a lot of money, at yeah. the end of the day, you also have to think about this product from, where you know from concept all the way to 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 distribution you know yeah, and sustain yeah. sustain it so it has to be a sustainable, sustainable. sort of yeah sort so of way now, so how, where do you get yeah where do you get who do you partner with and then who do you decide fits into the program into the and program. how so basically uh i've got a good relationship with lysoff um and as well like i said because i've been in the industry for 10 years and worked for click for six years networking etc i've been scouting along the way with young designers so what i do is i don't take what's too extreme for me um i've got six designers that i built a good relationship with last year and for me we started in implementing the stuff that they already have, the stuff that they've already done. Let's make use of it. Let's be creative. Let's do photo shoots. Let's um, rebrand your work, that type of thing. So that's what we've been doing. But in terms of them doing a collection, funding their own, they fund their own fabrics. So they'll go home, get, you know, because uh, some of them do work and some don't. So they'll get like pocket money, buy fabric, and then they make. So for me, where I come in, it's more of giving them a platform in terms of the fashion show that we're doing, giving them the opportunity, helping them to brand themselves and creating concepts and photo shoots. That's where we come in. So financially, we're not yet there where we can say we're bringing you on board. We're gonna financially support you. We're not yet there, but so still but are you are feet. you have you attracted certain strategic alliances that might be able to fill certain voids so that you're not carrying this thing on your because obviously you're gonna to have to get some sort of yeah. So we're uh, working on it. We've built good relationships in terms of sponsorship, but I guess as a foreigner because I'm not South African, I'm Zimbabwean, so it's a bit of a challenging when you start approaching people for funding, you know, um, because I've been doing it for three years and it's been a struggle. So at the moment, it's just been me funding it on myself, doing my own thing and just making it on a smaller scale than me straining myself. Mm. Yeah. It's very impressive. You know, when you speak about funding, I think one of the things I am very excited about mm. when it comes to globalization is the fact that even for Africa, what, what globalization has done and the impact um, it has in our lives today is the fact that it actually makes our regions, our our space is more borderless. Yes. And when you have a more borderless sort of scenario, then you obviously can be able to, 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 to play without saying, oh, I'm not from here. So, oh, okay, gosh, oh, I'm not from here. So yeah. we all know I'm not from here either. But my thing is, it, it's, it's becoming easier that maybe 10 years ago, Africa was so much more like, this is South Africa. This is Kenya, Nigeria. Do not cross that border. Oh, yes. you're not from here. Oh, I'm be now. Which one be owned? Yes. Now it's become that we are doing African. A lot of Afri projects are African projects, and when it's African projects, it already has created uh, less tension when it comes to you feeling like. Uh, a victim. My husband mm. the other day said to me I was a victim and I almost fell over because I said, oh, no, 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 this is not for this is because I'm from where. And he's like, yeah. Liz, stop. Change your language. Yeah. And change your language is just to encourage also for those yeah. of you who are thinking you're playing within a certain space and you want to yeah. get caught up in. Oh, well, with funding. what? No, no, no. There's a lot of opportunities yes. when it comes to African projects. Mm. So I think what's happening also, like I said, is because the borders are becoming more borderless and easier for us to play. 
we can then focus on saying, what can we do? So Tendai is from Zim, Liz is from Kenya, Morag's from SA, Edge is from Nigeria, Tina is from Congo. You know, we can do something, all of us, without mm-hmm. feeling the stress and the yeah. strain. And we will actually get a lot of financial backup yeah. when you do it that way because yeah. people are looking for collaborations and people know the power of collaboration. That's true. And that's just to add on what you're saying, Liz, I think that's how my project has survived through collaborations. Mm-hmm. And when you find the designers, the like, nice thing I love about the designers, they're all from different places. They're from different countries, foreigners that have actually come to South Africa to learn about the industry Amazing. and also be. So for me, it's all about. I'm not all about, you know, the phase of let's have the money first. For me, it's about the passion. Mm. Let's come together. Let's work and make a difference. Because once you make a difference within the community and you work together and collaborate very well with the right mind of positive (coughs) mindset, it's much easier to get to the next level. And that's where I'm coming on as the legacy of True Beauty. Thank you so much, Tunda. Yeah. It's very um, refreshing to hear mm-hmm. what you're talking about. I want to uh, go back to Tina Lobondi, who's the founder of Esimbi, uh, just to plug her in. Uh, Tina, welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> I apologize. Like I said, technology sometimes is on our side. Sometimes it's not really on our side. But thank you for joining us, Tina. And um, Edgy, welcome to the show as well. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> yes. Hi, Tina. We, well, we missed you a bit, hi. but we, yeah, we missed you a bit, but we have you here and we're going to talk about what you're wearing when we come to you live and direct right now. But allow me to flip this back to uh, Tina to just be, quickly take us through uh, SIMBI, uh the educational social enterprise in aid of children in the UK and Congo and where we are go- where you're going with it, Tina. So maybe just a bit of a background with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so Simbi was established uh, a year ago now. We celebrated the, the first year anniversary two weeks ago uh, in London. And uh, we just wanted really to share, you know, the work that we're doing with the children uh, in Kinshasa and uh, to make sure that, you know, our activities are making a difference because, you know, the art sector in Congo has been so neglected. Um, and this is what we're trying to, you know, to focus on, to provide um, art, um, art activities to, to the schools that we work with and the orphanage and to also make sure that the the kids stay at school and they receive um, the material that they need in terms of uh, books and pen and things like that. So, Tina, who do you, first of all, who do you, how do you decide who uh, uh, sort of, um, who fits into your program and where do you find these people? Like, is it something, do you put on an application online or do you go into different cities connecting with different, no. what do you do? How do you get the people that you feel fit into that sort of pool so that you so. can leverage? Yes. Uh, I mean, what we do is we go to the schools. We have a team in Congo that goes to visit every school and, uh, and, you know, talk with the headmaster and see what are the needs. Um, and, uh, we really prospect on, on the ground. We don't, uh, we don't take applications online because we need to meet, uh, the children face to face and see what are the situations. And is this just in Congo? So we are. At the moment, yes. Yes. It's very, uh, it's very refreshing. Um, so another question for you, obviously, um, it's, it's quite of a brand new program. Um, after mm-hmm. the show is the after party, how, what do you do? What's your after party? What happens when, uh, someone has already gone through the SMB program? The program's finished. What's next? Mm-hmm. What's next is the follow up. We need to make sure that, you know, they, they are at school and they have what they, they need to, to become you know, working individuals. So, you know, we, we try to keep an eye on what's going on after um, after the show, like you said. So it's really, um, it's, it, we're really trying to run a program that will follow these kids into young adults. Okay. And to make sure that, you know, they have a good uh, a good future in Congo or abroad if they want to. It's very, it's very good. We are happy about what you're doing with the Simbi. And, uh, I just want to plug mm-hmm. on, uh, to Edgy. Edgy is our contributor as well on the show. He runs a fashion, um, 
services company in New York, uh, sourcing services to different brands. And he is obviously also, it's nice to always get his feedback and his echoes um, from where he is. Edgy, re-welcoming you to the show again. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. We will ask you what I'm re you. Yes, we, we, yes, thank you. <laughs> we will be asking you what you're wearing shortly. But in the meantime, I just want to pick your mind on, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure that there are a lot of different initiatives that are coming up um, across the world. And I think generally, if we look 10 years back, I still feel that today is a good day because obviously the fashion industry is very conscious and aware about, uh, you know, being able to play a role and become a bit more socially responsible so that, you know, we are also giving back in, in different ways. I think there's a very um, significant um, stride when it comes to how this has grown, even in the continent. What are your thoughts or what's going on in that side of the world with these sort of initiatives? Are we seeing a lot of them coming up and then like falling apart or are they actually quite sustainable? And uh, is this is this actually something that's really becoming a bigger thing for the right reason on your side of the world? I mean, here, here, you know, our problems are not um, <laughs> as 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 home, but we have a lot of social issues, which fashion is doing a lot to, to you know, highlight, you know, whether it's hate um, or women's issues or just... You know, during the last fashion weeks from the U.S. and across Europe, there was just this story, this this message of love. You know, to move move the world away from this populist hatred that's all over the place. So, fashion is 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 a very big protest instrument. You know, you know, it can do a lot of things in terms of social responsibility. And uh, I, I just listening to Tina, I was thinking, you know. Um, it would be really nice if 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 something like a simbi can be taken regional. You know what what we can do together to move that that program regional because you can pick a lot of issues. You can pick a lot of issues to, to tackle with fashion uh, in Africa, hunger, water, uh, you know, sanitation. Just simple little things that. Uh, for taken for granted everywhere, but in Africa, these are core needs, you know. Mm. And but I mean, what she's doing is is really effective, and it's already rolling. I mean, it's I mean, how can we help with something like? How can we take it regional so that kids who are not who are beyond Congo can you know can can, can also gain from an initiative? Yeah. yeah. Almost like yeah. um, like an exchange program where the say the the child in Congo can go to like a, you know stay with a family in New York for instance you know like a nice Absolutely. exchange program um, yeah. because I mean one Tina this is just a question for you once the children are educated um, in the Congo through the um, through the program. Um, what mm-hmm. is their choices of going abroad? Do you support that as well? Like, do you um, take them abroad? So the children that we are working with are actually um, in primary school now. Okay. So it's not really, um, it's not yet within the program. But, um, you know, if we follow them in, 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 I think, more than five years, yes. so maybe six years as when the age of maybe thinking of going to you know a new university in another city in Africa or something like that um, and uh, we you know we, we hope we'll be able to still be um, following them be able to follow them and support them absolutely um, Tina. Tina I was okay. just th- oh, right. sorry go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. No, no I was just going to ask her you know so- with this program, sometimes you have to have like a filtration system, meaning yes, we because there are because course. there are different levels of 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 of, of, of um, different okay. levels of excellence. You know, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. maybe working together we can do like an excellence uh, an excellence program within 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 the program that you have, yeah. so that people oh, who really yeah. you know mm. people who stand out, we can we can mm-hmm. all do something for them you know we can find them Be- between all of us there's capacity here you know we can we yeah. can place them somewhere we can move them with, around yeah. some poles you know move them from yeah. one from one point to the other 
Yeah, depending on how good they are. Yeah, I just want to say, Tina, that we have seen a lot of great initiatives rise and fall, and then kind of suddenly fall. You know, have you thought about, or or have you thought about it in the sense of what you guys will also do to ensure that the main purpose of your program, which is social responsibility, never gets overshadowed by the success of the program itself? Because then what's Mm -hmm. happening is there's a lot Mm -hmm. of beautiful initiatives, how to keep it sustainable and going and, and keep the focus of the program really like tight without uh, you know without it really uh, faltering because the problem is what's the point also of starting these beautiful initiatives and then like they they just die in a year or two Mm -hmm. have you thought about that of you know the um, the situation and what's going on in Congo so you know I'm I'm not The the line's very bad Tina okay we're gonna just like, just, you know, yeah, we, we're losing, we can't hear, we can't hear Tina, so we're going to, um, try and reconnect with you, Tina, shortly. But, yes, but we are here, we're still here with Tendai, we're here with Morag, we're here with Edgy. And, uh. Hi, Edgy. <laughs> Hello. Edgy. I'm stalking you. <laughs> I must just tell you, Edgy, um, when Tendai walked into the show, she was like, all I want to do today is just speak to Edgy. <laughs> How are you, Edgy? Oh. <laughs> so, you may now speak. Did that put a smile on your? Oh, is it? Did that put a smile on your face? So your picture a has big, this serious face, has the zing. Like, um, what's happening with that I think, picture? Liz, um, it, we're now called the Fashion Lab Africa Dating dot com show. <laughs> Please, we are not the, we're, guys, Sorry. order in the house, order in the house. Now, we are, yes, ma'am. just Sorry, F- ma'am. FYI, we are not the fashion lab dating services. However, if you find, if you find that Idris factor in, in, in edgy, you're not the first, it's okay. And, and we are happy to help you take it offline. We are happy to help you take it offline Get a when we finish oh. this conversations around social responsibility. Now, Edgy, what are you wearing before we go on? Because we didn't talk about what you were wearing and what was inspiring your look. Oh, uh, today, you know what? To be honest with you, I wish I could tell you guys. <laughs> I... <laughs> are you wearing pajamas? No, because... Be honest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm wearing pajamas, but I'm wearing a pretty cool um, uh, shawl, shawl uh, cardigan over it. Um, but... Totally, pigeon. I haven't slept a wink today because our stock went live today. Well, a little ah, bit. congratulations! Not, not all of it. Hmm. Yeah. Do you want to share so the link, I, or so that with our listeners, or should we wait for it to to go platinum? Uh well, there, there's there's anything, there isn't much there isn't enough much content in there. Yeah, we're still putting the landing page together, but it will be www.nwnewyork.com very soon. <laughs> Okay. Well, well, it's, it's great to have you on the show. And uh, I think uh, the idea, like I said, is always nice to pick minds from different parts of the world or the diaspora and just kind of see, wow, Whew, technology is not on our side Gosh. today. Why today? Okay. Edgy, are you here with us? <laughs> I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Fantastic. I'm here. So what I'm saying is, uh, with the conversation we're having, it's great to see, uh, initiatives like Asimbi and initiatives like the legacy of True Beauty with Tendai, uh, who's in the house talking about also what she does. And, uh, before we move further, I wanna, yes. I wanna challenge you and Morag, and you don't have to lie. Like, like if you're wearing pajamas, you know how I say be creative, and then you say you're wearing your diesel jeans? Mm-hmm. This is not a, one of those flip the coin. This is like real talk. So I wanna, I wanna start, I wanna start, Edgy, I wanna start with you. What are you doing within your capacity? You've been in the game for over, what, 20 years? Edgy, 25? Or what? Let me, no, about, 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 I would say actively in the game for about 10. Okay, so about 10 years you've 10, been in the game, actively. 10, 12, yeah. Edgy, yes. yeah. And you yeah, are a person yeah. who has done and worked with some of the biggest brands. You have conceptualized and developed collections for some of the biggest brands and fashion houses in this world. You have wrapped mm. shoulders and worked with some of the big names. I want to ask you, as, and this is a responsible question coming straight live and direct mm. from Liz Ogumba Regisford right here in Fashion Lab at the studio to you to say, what mm-hmm. have you done for them lately? Like, what have you done for them lately? Ooh, 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 yeah. 
mean, mean socially? Yeah, socially. That's the real talk. Well, socially, I work for, I do, I put, um, I do a lot of things for CASA. Lake County, they, they are, they are an organization that helps foster kids when they're in homes that they, they are not well treated, they move them to, to better homes. So I work with designers like Bibu and every, every season we raise about $14,000 for them. Okay. Um, just with invitations to Fashion Week, which are auctioned at their galas. And then I also do work green walks which plants trees in like Kenya and, and, and different places. I donate t-shirts and and you know in, in Africa to be honest with you uh, it would be fantastic to have something to work on. Right now all I do is just have African models and African designers come to New York to be in fashion week or to intern but I mean those are not social issues. Those are it would be nice. For, yeah. That's why I feel... Yes. But, 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 yeah. but Edgy, still congratulations on what you're doing. All I want to do is to make sure, as we talk about some of this, uh, when we have these conversations around the subject matters, especially around mm. social responsibility, I feel like we also have uh, a responsibility already just sitting here having this conversation. And therefore, as much as mm. we have Tina on the show today and we have Tendai, I feel like we have to also look within and think, what are we actually doing? I want to come to you, Morag, as well, and before we roll over to... Up. What have you done in your almost 15 years of experience in the game? Mm. What have you done? And this is not even an attack. It's a real talk, and you can throw it back to me. But what are you doing? Or what mm. have you thought about? Or have you found ways to actually contribute? Hundred percent. So what? I, what, what so um, I'm sure. Well, some of the listeners might know um, that I actually taught um, hair and makeup for three years at um, Head to Toe Makeup and Hairstyling School in Cape Town and Johannesburg. So I've got that skill to be able to teach my passion, um, not only to clients, to paying clients, but also to um, women who want to be, you know, where we are now. So I like to, um, I mean, obviously I inspire um, women and I also like to work with the less fortunate. Um, and I'm not saying the less fortunate as in, you know, pick someone off the street or, but they really are girls who, cannot afford to go to last off makeup school or cannot afford makeup um, but they love makeup you know so what I did um, actually last year um, so June's my birthday month so I always love to give back in my birthday month um, because I always get such fabulous presents so I like to just give back you know stuff that I'm not using anymore and then I did it again um, last year in December so 2016 in December um where I actually collected, um, you know, makeup that I'm not using. So, I mean, obviously I get sent a whole lot of products every month to try out. So whatever I'm not using, if I say to you some of it wasn't even opened yet, um, and then I just gathered it all together and I just sent it off to an orphanage because my whole thing is that every woman, every girl deserves glitter in their life, no matter what. So what they do with it, um, you know, and the unfortunate thing is that it's not realistic for me to go into an orphanage and teach girls to become a makeup artist. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not realistic yeah, because... Yeah. I, I think the fact that you're... Whatever I'm you just need, giving. So the time, what they what do with it, what they're doing with the eyeshadow, what they're doing with the glitter, it, it still puts a smile on their face. So that for me right now in the current situation in South Africa, they, it's, it's very difficult to give back in in my um, sort of field to give back because... Realistically, a girl needs to be able to speak English. She needs to be able to communicate with a client in order to make money in my field. I, yeah, I think um, Mara, so, it's good. What yeah. you're doing is good and it's commendable. I'm just, I was just gonna say, <coughs> to, to, thank you to, for what you're doing. Mm. It's enough. You don't have to justify mm, what you're mm, doing. Mm. As long as you give, you give. Whether you give your time or you give your product, or you, you have your, to. You have it's to. It's cool. So now, for those of you who are tuned in, if you're a part of what we call the African fashion magic, okay. Whether you're in the diaspora, whether you're in the continent, whether you're just a lover of African fashion, whether you're just a consumer, I think that one of the things we have to do is get a bit more conscious about what we do in our lives today. And I know they say, oh, give and you receive, but it doesn't have to be a what, what do I get? What, what's the mm. catch 29? It, it really is for you to get to a stage and it has to be something that comes from your soul, like the truth from the inside out. You have to sit down and think as you grow, how can you grow someone else? I don't care if it's one person. 
I don't care if you bring in someone. What I normally do for me with uh, young younger girls in my circle, whether it's a daughter or a friend, when they ask me for clothes and for money, I say to them, come. Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to work for me. Not a, it's not a slave drive. It's just basically also teaching them certain principles mm, mm. while you expose yes. them into your network. 100%. You That's, cannot just yes. receive. You, so even if you're yes. giving them a big fat chunk for two hours of put the swing tags on those dresses, please, I beg. That's fine. Put the swing tags. But the thing is, you're, also te- you're not just giving them. You're mm. actually giving them more than just here is some money. So all I'm asking is for the continent, for the fashion industry, for the world who's listening right now is... Get a bit more conscious as you grow mm. And you'll be surprised There's a sense of fulfillment That you will never ever get If you don't get on that tip And just remember that we are all Helping each other So that as we grow We grow together I want to roll over to Glam Up with Morag Stein And then I'm coming back To just close with Tina And close with Tendai And my beautiful crew And then we're going to wrap it up So welcome to the show again With your Glam Up Morag. Thank you so much Thank you You know, and that, that's the whole point, Liz. So I hope you all enjoyed my little song. Um, and I just, today is International Barbie Day, for those who didn't know. I'm a huge Barbie fan. I played with Barbies when I was growing up. And I just, this is really for all the women out there that life is your creation. It really is. So it's what you make of it. And this is just something, um, a little something from Ruth Handler, um, who actually created Barbie in 1959, who says, my whole philosophy of Barbie is that through the doll, the little girl could be anything she wanted to be. Barbie always represented the fact that a woman has choices. And for me, that is so, so important. You know, we had International Women's Day yesterday. I saw millions and millions and millions of tweet, uh, of, you know, tweets, social media, everything. And it was just so, it was like for the first time ever that women actually came together. Even men were, were saying like, happy Women's Day, you know, it was crazy. So, but you know, so the, the lipstick, um, that we're going to get into, lipstick of the day is, of course, Saint Germain. Um, for those makeup lovers out there, if you don't know what color Saint Germain is, you are, dead in my life because it's the true Barbie pink color um, obviously from MAC Cosmetics um, I know we did a MAC lipstick last week but I mean this Saint Germain is just the Barbie 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 color of the world um, and I'm actually loving it today I haven't worn it for years and um, Tendai that's what I was saying our yeah, lipstick yeah my lipstick and your dress are exactly the same color you need to leave with the Saint Germain on your lips so um <laughs> You know, by sure you all know um, that I'm I'm the rebel in town. I don't necessarily fit in with expectations. Um, and yes, I have a mind of my own, and I I don't necessarily conform to the norm. You know, if something if something bugs me, I'm going to tell you that's not on and that's not cool. You know, um, you know, and as I said, with International Women's Day happening yesterday, um, you know, I've been working with a lot of corporates lately, um, and. The stereotype of a middle-aged frump is really gone, um, and. It's sort of become a very sassy thing for, you know, a woman with confidence. She knows what she wants. So instead of saying, Oh, I'm 50, it's like, I'm 50 and 50 is the new 30. Um, and it isn't really about denial. 50 just isn't old anymore. You know, if we think of 20 years ago when someone said they were 50, we're like, Oh my word, that's so old. Like you're a granny, you know, whereas now it's like women are almost getting reborn when they're 50. Um, and you know, I'm, I cannot speak from experience. Um, I'm, I'm obviously not 50, but, um, I'm learning this from all my corporate clients and from all my older friends, you know, who are telling me this. Um, you know, and the, the driving force of the midst is the prediction that by 2019, just in the UK alone, there will be 10 million women over the age of 55. Wow. So like again, that is 10 over 10 million women in the UK alone wow. over the age of 55. Like that. That is huge, huge. So, I mean, we're obviously, we're living older, etc. You know, women are also staying in the workplace a lot longer. They're getting put in higher positions um, for a lot longer. And, of course, um, you know, with this comes looking after yourself. And and that's where the the glam up comes in. So, you know, I've just sort of spoken to a few friends, spoken to a few clients. um, And, 
you know, the, the things that have come in is many didn't feel supported um, by some of the key beauty brands and they feel that they're being largely ignored by the industry except when it comes to anti-aging products and then the high, then the, the price is so high it's like, okay great I'm 50, thanks, thanks for the anti-aging product but it's costing like a thousand rand for a little thing of eye cream. You know what I'm saying? So you actually, it's like, and they were just saying that they really feel exploited. So now it's like you need the, the facials, you need the Botox, you need the, whereas 10 years ago, and this is really 10 years ago, Botox was 50 rand a unit or 20 rand a unit. I know because I had it done. And now it's like 100 rand a unit. And I'm just like, what? We're trying to keep young, but it's costing us so much more, you know? So once again, I'm going to get back to the, to the home, um, DIY. And that is, of course, eating healthy, using natural products on your skin. And that can really sort of give you more longevity as well. Um, and also there's too much choice out there. I just feel like you, you know, you, you, it's like you're walking into a jungle. Um, and there's also a little support of what to choose from. So like, yes, there's a lot of beauty products. Yes, there's a lot of anti-aging products, but which one is actually the best? Which one do I actually choose? You know, there's a lot of wedding dress designers out there, but which one is my one? Which one should I choose? You know, so there's no support in that sense. Um, you know, and also, um, with, you know, I've spoken about the, the makeup courses that I give and et cetera, and also, um, dealing with, with, with a corporate woman look, how do they fit in to a Ruby Rose with an Urban Decay campaign or a Lady Gaga with a Mac campaign? <laughs> Where does the corporate woman fit in? You know, so I just think there, there's a huge, there's a huge gap. And I, I think it's something, you know, yes, it's great. It's Women's Day. Yes, it's, it's Bobby International Day today. But w- what about the 55 year old woman? <laughs> being a hundred rand. Exactly. <laughs> like, no, like a hundred dollars. You know? Yeah. Really a hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really young, crazy. It's you know, and of course we're all interested in looking more vibrant, awake, alive. Um, and I've just, you know, basically over all of this, I just feel that women have become more confident, um, in who they are the older they get. So it's not necessarily about going to have that Botox done or about going to have that facial done anymore, but just more they're saying I'm 55 and I'm going to rock and roll. And yes, I'm wearing the same dress as my 20 year old daughter because I can, you know, so it's really just confident, sexy and comfortable um, within themselves. And they're not constantly being paranoid about wrinkles, gray hair, you know, signs of aging. I'm definitely paranoid about gray hair. I like sit and pull, pull them out. You know, I could drive people crazy. Um, you know, and really it's just about, um, you know, make the effort to get to know a woman before you just sort of assume who they are or assume how old they are. Or just, you know, from a doctor's point, just, you know, first find out what is actually the problem before you just take a woman's money and say, yes, you need a 100 units of Botox and you're going on holiday with their money, you know. Um, and also, um, you know, just not to treat women Badly, I think that that's really what my whole segment is is about today as well. Um, you know, and the conclusion is that um, as women, we need to start just sort of standing together within beauty. And you know, if there's something we can't do, once again, collaborate, help each mm-hmm. other. You know, um, and you know what we. It's also a social responsibility role um, that, and I think that as women we need to be socially responsible and support each other. And that's all from me for the <laughs> lovely glamour of today. You can follow me on social media, um, all social media platforms at Moragstein. That's M O R A G S T E Y N, and I will be posting everything up on my website as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Morag. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, um, that was awesome. I would like us to. Okay, well, I would just like us to. Wrap up um, as well, so we can have our glass of wine. Uh, it's not real wine, guys. It's 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 who would you want to dress and why? But before we do that, Tendai, <laughs> it's been really nice having you on the show. Um, if you could just please share with our listeners where how, how they can connect with you uh, on social media or your website or. Okay. Uh, just also just to wrap up as well on what we've been touching base and everything, because I've got a question to also ask Edgy in terms of the fashion industry um, in New York. Um, Edgy, are you there? 
Uh, why do I think this is the zing, zing, zing factor? But hi, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I've got one question. I wanted to find out, do you guys, um, in terms of your young designers, does the Fashion Council support it as much as... Um, how do they work their way up for showcasing, etc.? How does it work? AG? AG? Are you sleeping? Hello? AG is scared. He's thinking it's the zing, 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 zing. So, <laughs> anyway, AG, you will um, DM me your answer. It's fine. Um, for those to catch me, uh, the legacy of True Beauty underscore Instagram or on Facebook, the legacy of True Beauty as it is. Uh, then also my personal account on Instagram at Maroa Tindai. And then my Twitter is Miss Shorty underscore 007. That's where you find me. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, Thank you so much for having me. T- yes, Tina's not here, but um, for those of you who have been tuned in, uh, Tina, thank you very much for joining us on the show. We appreciate what you're doing with the Simbi, and good luck uh, uh, to you with that, uh, as well as your fashion journey. Uh, for those who want to connect with Tina, she's Tina Lobondi, and she's at Tina lobondi.com I think guys just google please use the google thing it works too but thank you so much for joining us uh, Tendai I wish you all the best with your fashion journey and uh, obviously with the project as well the legacy thank of true beauty keep us in the loop of what you're doing because you are more responsible than someone who's sitting on the corner trying to look at your red pink dress and think <laughs> you should have put on a green one instead you know uh, and then obviously for who would you want to dress and why we're going to go straight to Morag Morag I love stuff with you. <laughs> Let's start with Morag. Who would you want to dress and why? I would want to dress. Um, her name is Joni Johnson. She is the CEO of Mrs. South Africa PTY LTD. So, I mean, you all know what Mrs. South Africa is. It's a beauty pageant. Um, I actually had the honor of this past Sunday spending the whole day with the top 100 contestants and doing a few talks with them and some, you know, beauty stuff. Um, and I just want to say that whatever people have in mind about what they think Mrs. South Africa is all about scrap it because those women in that pageant are every single one of them inspired me to a point that I actually I was speechless because I also had the wrong impression so I would love to do to dress Joni um, she's really doing a phenomenal job fantastic Edgy who would you no Tendai who would you want to dress and why sorry Edgy goes last I mean goes before me but after you <laughs> it will be two ladies uh, South Africa I would say Simpiwe Dana I love her mm. she's amazing yes you know when she she doesn't have to say two words you know it's just her presence her presence she's and she does character. have a presence she does yeah. hey, she's yeah. very strong outspoken her music is very different and dynamic so I'd love to dress her because her look is very different mm. and I like the fact that she's very versatile she doesn't stick to the same thing yes then the international lady I'd love to speak to I'd like to dress not speak to um, Jada Pinkett Smith I like oh, Jada, wow. yeah. Mm, we haven't yes. spoken about that yeah, one. Jada, for yeah, Jada, yeah, Jada. I love her. Like she's petite. You short. actually like. You she's could. Like, you could be <laughs> her sister. Like, yeah, I could be a sister. Her African sister. Thank you very much. That's a compliment, guys. If Edge is not on the line now, I think today I want to dress. Uh, her name is Weza Solange. She's an Angolan actress. She's also a sister. Oh yeah. She's got a banging body, banging energy. She's oh, just. Yeah. She's on. That girl is on fire. She's on fire. <laughs> So me. I would like to wear, dress Weza Solange in more and more of the Lee's O brand. I think mm, she looks yeah. really good in my brand. Yes. And otherwise, for those of you who are tuned in, it's been great. We are on www.fashionlabafrica.com. Thank you for joining us. And remember to be a bit more conscious as you continue in your journeys. Thank you, Tendai. Thank you, Morag. Thank, Thank you, Edgy. Thank, Thank you, Tina. Ladies. Bisous. Au revoir. Bye. <laughs> Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com